You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. McCreary lost the footy. Carlton lost the game. It's unimaginably cruel. The worst of fates for Carlton... The greatest of deeds for Collingwood. No team has been better in the game's history at the close finish. And they pull it out in the last quarter with a five-goal-to-nil withering burst to win by a point and put their place in the top four. And as Blues fans leave the ground, it's a ninth straight season without finals. say that it's hard to pick Collingwood on paper and they'll just be wrong it's just pick them in the one goal finishes and the mouse and the nerve and the class Jamie Elliott again and that is the most vicious of wounds against their most ancient enemy there's one word for it from a Carlton perspective but you're not allowed to say it on air by 20 at half time by 19 Carlton turned 24 points in front Collingwood won by a point 11 9 75 to the Blues 10 14 74 and as ghastly as last week was there's going to be a, a set of moments off the boot of Charlie Kerno that will haunt the Blues throughout the off season 88,287 have witnessed it for Collingwood, Ginneman booted three. There was two for Elliott and two for Johnson with singles to Sidebottom, Chris McCreary and Cox. For Carlton, two to Motlock, Chera, Mackay, Kerno, and singles to Doherty and Owies. And this moment belongs to the Collingwood Army. From 17th last year to a top four finish. Kane Corns, Brenton Sanderson. I'm lost for words. I, I actually am. I firstly feel 
Sorry for Carlton, but they weren't they weren't good enough in the moments. They did a lot right today, but there's a lesson in playing safe. They, there's no doubt they played safe. There's no doubt they lost composure against a team that, you know, probably for 14 of the other teams in the competition, what, what they served up today, Carlton, would have been good enough for a five-goal win. Four goals up at three-quarter time, but you knew they were going to come. And once Carlton did lose that composure and Collingwood sniffed it and then the crowd got behind them, they're just so good and clinical in the moments where they need to be. And it's a lesson for playing the full 120 minutes. That's what they've done all year. Imagine if their games had stopped at one 15 minutes this year. They wouldn't have even made the eight, let alone finish top four. So all you can do is admire this young group. You can admire Jamie Elliott. You can admire Jack Dinnerman. The leadership of Scott Pendlebury to still be doing it after the amount of games that he has played and the big finals that he has been in. But... And I reckon it's a lesson for other clubs that rebuilding's a bit of a cop-out. It would have been really easy for Collingwood to go, hang on, we're going to go back to the draft. We're going to rebuild after the carnies that went on, but we didn't. We reset, had a fresh approach, and they're up to their eyeballs in a premiership. The Bulldogs have made the finals. They're bound for the West to play Fremantle. Brisbane will host Richmond. Geelong will play... They'll play the well. They'll play Collingwood at this stage if Sydney win, and, and Melbourne and Sydney with the venue to be determined. Sando, a bit like Kane, I'm, I'm in shock. Simply, I, we we will talk about this game every time these two teams meet in the future. We will refer to this game. This had absolutely everything. It had the the eight goal third quarter um, by Carlton, and then the belief of Collingwood. I, they were never in that game in the last quarter. They've kicked two goals from kick-ins in the last quarter. They've kicked a goal from deep in the back pocket in the last quarter. It was all counter-attack. Um, <laughs> but we saw some heroic efforts from some of those Carlton players. McKay and Kerno combined for eight contested marks in their forward line, and they've had 12 shots at goal between those two players for four goals eight. That's a big talking point in this game. And what about Paddy Cripps? Oh. He had 26 contested possessions, Kane. That's the most ever recorded by a Carlton player in a game of footy. You talk about heroes. They've gone down today. They're going to miss the finals by 0.6 of a percent. Um, it is heartbreaking for the Blues after what has been an incredible season. Uh, but it was the last quarter. 28 handball receives by Collingwood to only nine by Carlton. They, had, they stopped. They tried to save the game. They tried to, after that great third quarter, they went into safe mode. They had to keep attacking the game. They had to try and win it. But, oh, there's so many stories in this one encounter that we're going to refer to this game forever, Kane. This yeah. is absolute classic. Charlie Kernow around the corner, totally unnecessarily oh. with the shot at goal. Well, but just... he should have kicked it. I mean, that's that makes it unreachable, I suspect. I've forgotten whether that would have made it 31 or back to 25. Yeah. But... Yeah. It was all his. And he, he missed two from there today. Yeah. He missed the one in the first quarter and then the one late in the game. Ginnivan, incredible. Kick goals when it mattered. Uh, McCreary from the pocket. Right, pretty much it, in the Elliot's, front row. Elliot in the last quarter. And Elliot's hanger after not touching it for most of the game and just as calm as you like, went back and slotted it. This Collingwood team has incredible belief. Um, like I, I just simply, like Kane, you said it, like... What a game of footy. Oh. In shock, lost for words, like all of those things. This is just a game that you just will talk about forever. It's just absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It's the top 20 home and away crowd of all time <laughs> that have seen it. Well, and it's a, it's a 
joy to be here, really, for, for one of the best, well, probably the best home and away game I've seen with, with the ramifications and what the prize that we're riding on it. Um, you know, there was so many moments, as there was last week, that you look at for Carlton. I mean, that you lose the last four of the year and be in a position to win against two very good sides, two top four sides. You are winning with a minute, two minutes to go, and, and you lose. So they had their opportunities. They weren't composed enough going in. O'Brien had a couple of opportunities. Even late, their forwards refused to provide a deep option. They were looking for the short sort of 15 to 12 metre hit up, and that was never going to work. We had Doherty kick one out on the full, which alleviated all the pressure, and in the end, all they needed was one point. One point they needed, and it would have been this game again next week in an elimination final. Durden, it wasn't who yeah. didn't kick it to the top of the square Went or to, the to Fisher, yeah. Who, yeah. who would have scored. So many. They had their chances, Jared. They kicked. They kicked six points in the last quarter. Collingwood kicked five goals, one, which is again that belief that an incredible mystique about Collingwood this year that they never feel like they're out of the game. And whatever Craig McRae said to them at three quarter time, it would have been along the lines of, "We know we've we can do that. We've been here before. We know we're fitter." Um, and they never stopped taking the game on. They kept attacking the corridor. They kept going to the point of the, the point of the goal, of the um, centre square. There, they just knew where their players were going to be, and their leaders stood up when it really mattered as well. And such a brave team this Collingwood team is. It's it's frightening to think. Like, what if they win next week? Like, what? Oh. Sorry, the first week of the finals, and then they get a home premium. Hey, Grinchy, they're they're okay here, aren't they? You're allowed <laughs> they've to actually been, like They've this. actually been pretty. Like now, now it's fine. Like now, you've earned your top four spot. You've got a week off. Um, you know, I feel like the crowd was influential in getting them over the line. I mean, there's still some work to be done. I, I, there's there's some flaws in their game. Now it's calling. It's going to be Collingwood, isn't it? So we go back to a game earlier on in this year, and Chris Scott, the coach of Collingwood, had some strong things to say about Collingwood's game style. Now that was a long time ago, but basically said it's a difficult style of game to keep up and play for the full game and for the full season. Now they've sort of proved him wrong in that. But, I mean, those comments are going to be replayed over the next yep. week when we've got nothing to talk about. So, Sir Swamp Thing has gone with BFL, AFL sides to drop out of a final spot with a one-point loss in the final round. 1944 Carlton, 2022 Carlton. And in both instances, the Western Bulldogs took their spot. Well, they won the flag in 45. So, I'm, there's that. I... I I like your optimism in such a moment. The 21 more inside 50s yeah. today, Carlton. They just didn't take their opportunities when they were there. And listen, those those big boys up front were excellent, weren't they? Kerno and McKay, uh, they were incredible competitors today, but they just didn't have that that calmness, that poise in front of goal. They needed four goals, eight between the two of them. Really disappointing. The Bulldogs players went back to a, a hotel in Launceston to watch the final stages, and there's oh. uh, there's scenes of jubilation in that dining room as the game comes to a close. Over at Marvel, Sydney 9-3-57 leads St Kilda 5-6-36 early stages of the third quarter. So somewhere around nine goals flips the uh, flips the court, the qualifying final from uh, the MCG to the SCG. Um, but uh, they've got to win first and make sure they're there against Melbourne. Collingwood depart the scene as conquering heroes yet again. They have a date on this ground with Geelong in a qualifying final in a couple of weeks' time. And they have all the belief in the world. There was a 
a beautiful embrace between Michael Voss and Craig McRae at the end. And then Justin Lepich came out and sought out Michael Voss as well. There's so much shared heritage between those men on opposite sides of the results today. And there is, there is a lot to take in after that. I feel like what? find your nearest Carlton supporter and give them a hug. <laughs> Give him a hug. Contested possession okay. as these two <laughs> hug it out. It's all you can do. Sando mentioned uh, the inside 50s. Contested possession plus 53. <laughs> inside 50s plus 21. Clearances plus 12. 14 inside tackles to three. And lose. Two weeks in a row too, Kane. And that's I what lost, Jared's yeah. saying. That's what yeah. is heartbreaking against two top four teams is those critical moments. And to, to be fair... Jared is spot on. Like Carlton fans, like look after each other tonight because this is this is not what you expected after starting the season so well. It's so disappointing to just miss the finals on like less than one percent. Um, so look after each other because it's um, it's it's going to be a tough night. Yeah, there'll be well, uh, there's a counselling session at nine in the morning. If you want to scribble a number down. <laughs> you know, uh, Try to work you all through. Do you reckon it. you'll be able to take a few calls tomorrow, or do you think it'll be quiet? <laughs> <laughs> I could open two lines at the same time and just let everyone talk amongst themselves. I could probably pop out and have a coffee. You at start tonight. Nine. You may as well get things underway tonight. I, I just hope it's a supporter base that is good at turning on its own, yep. and I, I just hope if there's any Carlton supporters listening, and you have a natural inclination to be that person. Just resist tonight. Don't. I don't think you need to be that tonight. I don't think you need to be having a crack at, you know, Corey yeah. Durden, or I don't think you need to be that person after that. It's it's you know it's, it's a straight because it, we're not questioning effort here. No. Like you couldn't have given any more. Oh yeah, really? Like they couldn't have given any more. Whereas we probably well, we definitely haven't been able to say that about Carlton in recent years. Um, and today, led incredibly well. All the numbers off the charts. They were trying and fighting and scrapping some of the big moments, huge tackles. The lesser lights came to play. The back line held up so well. They just lost composure and made poor decisions when the game was on the line at critical stages and they tried to be too safe. You, you could feel it, couldn't you? Ten minutes into the last quarter, you could feel them just... Tense up. So, yep, you could feel it. And it was apparent from up here, they're clearly feeling it down there and no team fills its nostrils with the scent of that better in 2022 than Collingwood. You, you give them a sniff and they run straight over the top of you. And that's exactly what they did. And full credit to Collingwood who coughed up eight to one in the third and kicked five to nothing in the last. But it is absolute and utter devastation for Carlton right now. There'll be all of that stuff that we talk about, you know, that they'll, in fact, it might even be, who knows, as a springboard beyond this season what a loss like that means and how it can be used that that's to be determined and will be discussed but right here right now after that third quarter uh, and the peppering early in the last there'll be Carlton supporters who will be from a football sense completely lost tonight and uh, uh, it's going to be a very hard defeat and a bitter one to uh, to absorb it's going to be really hard five minutes into the last quarter the margin was 25 points ash johnson kicked the goal and the sixth minute mark 12th minute mason cox 
And then it wasn't until the 20-minute mark, Jamie Cox from a true hanger. Bo McCreary kicks one of the goals of the year in the 22nd minute. And then Jamie Elliott on the run, on the angle in the 27th minute. Mm. That's how it was done. Yep. <laughs> the ramifications are just astounding, really. We'll take a moment or two to compose ourselves, then wrap it up and take you to Marvel because uh, there's still a bit to play out between the Saints and the Swans as to how this all shakes down. Collingwood in the top four. The Bulldogs have replaced Carlton in the eights. Sydney playing for a venue or St Kilda for a shock win that would alter the order once more. We'll wrap it all up on AFL Nation next. At the MCG, a, there is a feeling of shell shock. 88,287 have largely left the stadium. Collingwood one-point winners over Carlton. Coming from 25 points down in the final term, the Magpies 11-9-75 to the Blues 10-14-74. The final score for Maccas. Catch a quarter pounder range meal at Maccas today. Brenton Sanderson and Kane Corns have watched it all for Shawl Unify. And we're going to move into the awards on our post-game wrap for Coates. We're more than higher. We're equipped for anything. Is there an MEGT Rookie of the Day? Your career, your business, their job. Uh, Johnson, Dacos and Motlop. I think Motlop's the other rookie. But, um, I mean, they all had different moments where they impacted the game. Um, but Dacos, again, was sensational. Um, he's probably the rookie, the rookie of the day out there today. MEGT supporting employers and apprentices for more than 40 years, call 13-M-E-G-T. Uh, there there's another number. I sort of don't mean to be overly cruel here. But Carlton is the first side to sit inside the eight at the end of every round of the season and then miss the finals at the end wow. since Carlton in 1977. <laughs> wow. So there are historic better. markers that they just Thanks, have bettered themselves. <laughs> just on. Just to on that whenever you like, yep. mate, I'll do this. Stop the numbers, thank you. Crucial moment for New Farm, <laughs> Australian through and through. Now, once again, Joe, we couldn't mention 12 or 15 um, different moments here, the crucial moment of the day for New Farm. I thought Kerno's um, inability to be able to take the moment and with his goal kicking today, but then I thought, I thought Ginevan's goal, which arrested momentum, um, was really important in that third quarter after, the, I mean, Carlton had everything going their way and... Ginevan went back from the boundary and just slotted it through. was was fantastic. I thought that was probably the, the, the crucial moment of the game. There were some terrific tackles for Toro. Count on Toro to get the job done. Yeah, Marchbank, McGovern, Chera. There was some brilliant tackling pressure today from the Blues. They were, um, they were brave in defeat. The Amy Clanger for good, who covers Clangers, Amy does. Yeah, sorry. Kerno's going to have to go again here. Um, too many missed opportunities. He kicked uh, one goal five last week, two goals five today. So, unfortunately, finishes the season with three goals ten in the last two games. Who covers Clangers on and off the field? Amy does. The injury report for Victor Sports. Sign up your club, victorsports.com.au. All clear, I reckon. I think Collingwood were all clear. Yep. Play of the day for Mildura Regional Development. Looking for an exciting weekend trip away? Visit mildura.com.au. Well, I thought the player of the day was the Elliot Mark, you know, right in the last quarter. That ability to have a quiet impact on the game and then all of a sudden just launch and take an absolute hanger right on top of the goal square. Yeah, for me, that's the player of the day. The Elliot Mark and goal in the last quarter. Braden Maynard off halfback to just... just attack the footy the way he did, get it to Pendlebury, who eventually got it to Elliott. Yep. 
who kicked the goal on the fly. I mean, it was that's just Collingwood. That is Collingwood right yep. there yep. In, in 15 they seconds. They have no fear, Andy. They have no fear with their offence, no. do they? And no. their, their ability to go coast to coast in that last quarter was exceptional. So I imagine that makes him the toughest player for Hard Yakka legendary gear. Well, hard, no, hard to go past Cripps as well. I mean, oh, Cripps' yeah, performance. True. And the fact that it looked, I thought he'd broken a rib when he looked like he was going to come off, shook off the trainer, um, and, you know, recorded the most contested possessions by any Carlton player in history. Um, he was he was pretty tough today too. Hard yakka for a new breed of legends. The goal of the game for Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians. Well, all of Ginevan's goals were incredible, um, but McCreary's goal, I think you called it, Jared, will probably go down as one of the contenders for goal of the year, not just goal of the day. Pendlebury just drew three players to him as he does. He just held the ball and then flicked it out to McCreary on the boundary line and I actually thought he was out of bounds when he kicked it. That's how tight he was. But um, it's, a, it's a gettable pocket. We saw Ash Johnson kick one from there today. And McCreary kicks the sealer. Collingwood's Wayne Harms moment. It was. Most improved player for Valvoline. Which oil keeps your business moving? You know Valvoline. Well, I thought Lockie O'Brien was really important today for Carlton. The fact that he was dropped out of the side. He was admitted. And then Sam Walsh uh, is a late withdrawal. And, gee, Carlton fans would have loved him out there today, but um, I thought his, his ability to be able to come in with a really good mindset, and he was, he was, uh, he was really pivotal today in Carlton's uh, performance, but unfortunately not quite good enough in the end. Valvoline, the original engine oil, and the unmissable moment for Drinkwise. Choose to Drinkwise. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Well, I, th I think, Gandy took the words out of my mouth with that, that passage of play to finish the game off. Um, incredible goal by Elliot, but it all started with Maynard in the back pocket. This Attack on the footy all day. He went to Cripps when Cripps was on fire. They started with McRae with that role. They tried different opponents all day. But, yeah, that, uh, that was an incredible, uh, unmissable moment. Um, the way that Collingwood moved that last passage. They went coast to coast to win the game. And so that leads us to the votes for AFL Nations Player of the Year. For Whirlpool, your leader in kitchen and laundry appliances. Bit of a dilemma. I, I thought Carlton had the best three players on the ground. Oh, so that's fair. That's I'm fair. just going to call it that way. I'm going to upset a few Collingwood fans, but it's almost a compliment to them um, that you can win like that and still have such an even performance that there was you know, great contributors across the board. But Carlton had the best three players on the ground. Collingwood's best was, was Dacos, Josh Dacos for his game. He had 23 kicks, 28 disposals, 640-odd metres game, but also had seven tackles. I thought he was quite physical. Um, so no, some big tackles out there. But the, the best three on the ground I gave... Uh, two votes to Adam Chera. I thought he was terrific. 27 disposals, seven tackles, six clearances. Most importantly, two goals. It hasn't been a strength of his to hit the scoreboard this year, but uh, he was influential and stepped up when his midfield counterparts weren't there today, including Sam Walsh and Hewitt and Kennedy. So uh, well done to him for his performance. Jacob Wiedering was was just brilliant. I, I said his game was flawless, and, and I sort of stand by that. I've, Every time I see him live, I think, geez, I, gee, I admire this player. You don't quite see what he does on TV from a box, but when you come and watch him and his positioning and his strength and his courage and his uh, ability to come off and save his teammates time and time again, he was, he was terrific. But the best player on the ground, no surprises, was Patrick Cripps, 35. You mentioned the 26 contested possessions, 12 clearances. It was a shame that last play. I mean, he tried to take on three of them um, that he got caught because... 
you live and die by the sword a little bit, and he tried to do it again. It had worked all day and wouldn't be critical of him one bit for trying to make something happen in that last 30 seconds. Three to Cripps, two to Wiedering, one to Chera, but the results are Collingwood by a point. The latter update for Signet's power, your life with a Signet power bank. Geelong finished on top, 72 points, 144.2. Melbourne is in second place, 64 points, 130.5. Sydney is leading by 28 points over at Marvel, and their percentage is at 129.4. So they're 1.1 adrift of Melbourne, and they're going to finish second and third. It's just a matter of in what order. Collingwood finish on 64 points, 104.3. In fifth place, Fremantle, 62 points, 117. Flat. Brisbane in sixth place, 60 points, 119.3. Richmond, seventh place, 54 points, 121.6. And the Bulldogs, 48 points, 108.9, point six of a percent ahead of Carlton, who finish on 48 points and 108.3. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.